Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. Today, Dude and Brett pop the tops on some Maker's Mark as they dive into Maker's 101, Maker's Cask Strength, Maker's 46, Maker's 46 Cask Strength, and the 2020 limited release of their Wood Finishing Series. But before we get started, let me tell you about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Go to www.unicornnationapparel.com to check out their amazing shirts, or reach out to them for their custom print jobs with no minimum orders necessary. Also, check out the link in our bio for some awesome bourbon shirts from Unicorn Nation. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Guys, welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. Uh, I am Dude Pool. I'm joined with Brett Bryan, and we are Tylerless today. So um, he doesn't get off work in time for this, and this is just a real quick holdover. Um, tomorrow we're actually doing an interview with Woodenville uh, Whiskey Distillery, so that'll be pretty exciting. We've got uh, Ariel Jean joining us. Oh, I like that name, and uh, she lives in Louisville now. She nice. just she actually moved during COVID down to uh, Louisville, so. That's uh, we'll get to talk to her and get into. Uh, we'll have to ask her Woodenville. how how they're doing with COVID in, in Kentucky. I haven't heard yeah. a lot about. Um, I think they're doing fine. I mean, we've good. been down there. I mean, they had their moments for sure, just like yeah. everyone has. But I think they're doing fine right now. Um, and we've got our trip coming up in two weeks. So, hopefully, and that's kind of uh, why I'm curious. I, I kind of want to ask yeah. her about that because you know there are for people that aren't in Ohio. You know, there's some some talk of things in Ohio getting you know kind of shut down again. Um, because you know the numbers have been increasing um every single day it seems like it's you know we're setting a new record it was i mean i remember when how has it been this week have you looked it's been high i've been checking every day has it been going down or staying steady it's staying steady the average last week was 6800 each day and so you go back to the summer and we were only averaging like 800 a day 900 a day but you said the deaths are staying down right yeah hospitalizations are up i've not heard necessarily that. deaths yeah. Um, and, and that's really, to me, I mean, obviously we don't want to tax the healthcare system and all that stuff, yeah. obviously, but to me, the, the bottom line is the deaths. Agreed, if, if that agreed. stays low, then, then it's in my opinion, my opinion, right. It's kind of like the flu. We need to just get through this, let everyone <clears throat> kind of let it run its course as long as it's not overwhelming anything. Yeah. You know, healthcare or anything like that. I think that's the fear is that if the hospitalizations get too high, they right. can't help everyone. No, sure. And I get that. And then the other things like, you know, strokes and right. regular everyday stuff, you know, may not get the same type of uh, treatment, treatment yeah. Yeah, and care, which again, that's important. I understand all that, but as long as we're not overwhelming, right. that's, Agreed. that's what I'm saying. So. Agreed. What do we have on the uh, docket today? We've got uh, Maker's Mark. We've got four different expressions of Maker's Mark. So um, in front of us, we have Maker's Mark 101. We have Maker's Mark regular cask strength. We have Maker's Mark 46 cask strength. And we have the 2020 limited release wood finishing series from Maker's Mark, which is labeled... You have to have a, an abacus and a, and a uh, decoder <laughs> ring to get through this, but SE4PR5. So I think, 
I don't know how you want to do this. I would say we go Maker's Mark 101, Maker's Mark Cask Strength, then the limited, uh, or then maybe Maker's 46, 46. Cask yeah. Strength, then the limited release. I, I agree with that as well. So I cheated a little bit on Saturday. I oh. went to 101 Beer Kitchen. Okay. And I had a um, limited, I had the 2020 um, wood finishing series. And the all, same batch yes. number and everything? Well, I, it, I think it's all the same batch. Okay. I wasn't sure the if they I were different. It. So the SE4 and the PR5 are the staves that they use to complete it, basically. Um, so, so just a little history on Maker's Mark, I guess. So first off, it's weeded. Secondly, they only have one recipe, and they rotate all of their barrels. So when you have uh, Maker's Mark, and then you have maker's mark cask strength it's the exact same expression just one's cut down so maker's mark cask strength you know the in this case 110.4 is just regular maker's mark just the higher proof um maker's mark 101 is regular maker's mark 101 proof maker's mark regular is just maker's mark 94 proof and then you get to their wood finishing series or you know stave profile stuff and that's where it gets really interesting and and so Maker's Mark 46 is their basic uh, reusable um, private select, you know, uh, recipe, basically. So it's their own version of the private select. So they, they figured out a stave combination uh, that they do over and over again where they get Maker's Mark 46. And then they've got Maker's Mark 46 cask strength, which is just the same thing, but at cask strength. And then they started doing <laughs> some other things. So the private select series, that was their way to do a basically like a single barrel program okay but a unique version because you can't really do a, a single barrel program if all of your bourbon is the exact same recipe and the exact same flavor and they're rotating them through the rick house so they should all be at six years tasting very similar, very similar yeah now i'm sure they batch them up and all that stuff so that they you know maintain that same profile however you know it, at the same time you're you can't really do a, a barrel you know program if that's your if that's your methodology so they had to come up with a unique way to do that and that private select was the way to do that um so that's i think a pretty cool um setup and you know we're going to get into that a little bit more but uh i'd say before we do um let's go ahead and uh do a little bit of a nose on this makers 101 while you're taking a picture i'll do my nose but um I know it's supposed to have some cinnamon notes in it. I definitely get cinnamon correctly. right out of the gates on and this. I started to take a teeny whiff, and I, I kind of felt the same. I was getting um, some cinnamon whiffs, and I'm not so, so cinnamon's one of those weird things for me. When you talk about like cinnamon in a cinnamon roll, oh my god, it's the most delicious thing oh. ever. Cinnamon in like a fire disc candy, or just a spice, or you know, sometimes just raw dog and cinnamon. <laughs> it's such a weird like spice in that sense. Um, I don't like like big red gum cinnamon, but oh, almost everything else I do. I grew up on big red gum, man. I love it. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. Yeah, but, I love me some big red gum. But I didn't mind like the fireball whiskey cinnamon. You know what I mean? Back yeah. in the day, like yeah, yeah, yeah. taking shots of that and stuff. I, I've never been a fan of fireball. Um, I get a lot of which, cinnamon on this too. Yeah, yeah. and I, what's funny is I don't like cinnamon liquor so or liqueur or whatever you want to call it. But I, I do like, like cinnamon Tyler saying notes tournament. in a tour, tournament, <laughs> tour. 
I have been listening to that clip all week long. It just makes me laugh. Um, the cure. So, yeah, I do like cinnamon notes in a bourbon, though, which is interesting. I know. Um, I've even seen, and I mean, this is, people will take some of that and put it in like a beer, like a little bit in like the Great Lakes Christmas Ale, because it's kind of a cinnamon beer and it gives like a little more cinnamon. It's a dangerous thing to do, obviously. Yeah. Um, but they, it's, it's not bad. I've done it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and take a taste of this. A lot. I eat a lot of cinnamon on it. Still. I do, but then I still got some vanilla undernotes. Um, this is just so good. I like, and let's, it does a little transparency a, here. I love Maker's Mark. I love I the too. regular Maker's Mark. I love every expression I've had. It's been, even when I'm not a huge fan of the private selects of someone else that maybe chose staves in a way that took them in a direction I don't normally like, I still enjoy it. Like OHLQ, uh, the Ohio Liquor, uh, uh, whatever, department, I Distributor guess. Distributor thing, yeah. They, um, Ohio State runs, so OHLQ runs their liquor uh, department basically in Ohio. Um, they did a thing of five different uh, flavors or private selects. I liked all of them but one. I don't remember which one it was, uh, although I, I never did have milkshake. So of the four I, I got, I liked three of the four really well. The one that I didn't like as much, I still enjoyed. I thought it was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, this is good. Now, I've drank a lot of this cask strength. Um, as you can tell, a lot of it has gone there. Yeah. And it's weird that I've, in my mind, we'll have to taste it obviously soon. It has less of a burn than the 101. It's, it's so interesting to me that just the proofing points alone can change the entire expression or the taste yeah. profile or, you know, of, of a bourbon. I mean, and, and it's never more evident than when you put regular Maker's Mark next to 101 next to cask strength. There are three... Of the exact same bourbons, just different proof points. Yeah. And you get a completely different expression each time. And higher proof Not doesn't... Not completely, but I mean, yeah. less of and more of in certain areas. I mean, it's it's just, it's a different flavor every time, which well, I really like. And these are one of the areas that I have a friend that he's like, oh, I don't like to drink anything over 90 proof. It's just, he's like, it's it's too hot for me. And what, I'm like, that doesn't mean... What does that mean? Basil Hayden only? <laughs> well, he likes, he likes Buffalo Trace and things that are like 80 90. proof and stuff no, like Buffalo that. Buffalo Trace is like 93. Is it ninety three? Yeah. He he likes to be in that that you know that eighty range. to ninety yeah. range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buffalo Trace um, is ninety three. I'm fairly certain. I should so. say like anything less than a hundred for him, definitely. Yeah, I mean but, that that totally gets you out of the bottle to bonds and everything. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know why you'd want to do that. That's just I, I, that's I don't just know weird. And that's it's times like this. Yeah, and I'm Blanton's like, is ninety three. I want to say you need to try this. You know what I mean? Just because it's it's like the, the Buffalo Trace is exactly ninety. Is it exactly ninety? Yeah, and I think Eagle Rare is too, actually. Um, but it's like when I yeah. went him, you know, we did our, um, bourbon thirties, right? Mine was the highest proof, but it was by far the easiest drinking of all it of them. Was. So that doesn't mean anything with the proofs. And, and when we did the Elijah Craig barrel proof a few months back, the one that tasted the, the, the easiest to drink based on the proof point was actually the highest proof. Yeah. Totally. Mm, excuse me. Sorry. Totally Something. surprising. Um, because you know, it was like one thirty something. And that was just That's high. Yeah. yeah, it was it was very high, and it totally surprised me because it was the you know the easiest drinker and the less I think alcohol forward of yeah. all the of all of the ones that we tried. I see me bringing this back out once it gets a little colder. Um, yeah, for that cinnamon, in yeah, the, in the cool like around the, Christmas or something, or even like January when it's colder. A lot of people do that with high rise too. That's a you know another, or they'll get their rise going in the mm-hmm. fall, you know, for that same reason. But yeah, I agree with that. The the one on one, that's that's actually a good idea. 
I, so I just killed a bottle of that that I got and dipped myself last December in, uh, at the distillery. And then I walked into Kroger at like noon mm-hmm. and they were just putting out all their Maker's Mark stuff and they had a Maker's 101, they had a Maker's 46 cast strength and they had the wood finishing series all sitting nice. right there. And I just grabbed one of each and was like, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet you the people that, sh- that sat in line that day were pissed because they normally get like something from Blanton or uh, Blanton's from Buffalo Trace every week. That week they got nothing from Buffalo Trace, but they got all of this from makers and they didn't have it out at at the uh, beginning of the, of the opening. So it wasn't even out till like noon or 1130 or something like that. I walked in and they're just, it's on the cart still. Yeah. I said, I'll take one of those, one of those and one of those. And they unboxed them for me to give me. That's like Tyler's find of those two Blantons that day. Just a little later in the day, not waiting in line. Well, the place I go to, it's consistently, that's how I found a little book. I went at noon. Mm -hmm. That's how I found the Angel's Envy Cask Strength 2020. It was at noon. I mean, I go in there and never fails. They, they forgot or missed something or didn't know it was allocated and they just put it out there late every freaking week cracks me up and people miss out because i know that that place always has people out there waiting so next wednesday i'm off work so i'm gonna try and and do some of that and browse around on wednesday i think tyler's kroger is wednesday i believe the one on broad street that's what i thought as well gosh this the more i drink of this the more i like it and the more i'm getting some like vanilla and caramel now I can talk myself into the vanilla. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I get it there. The caramel, not so much for me because it the wasn't until this so, last, last drink. I, we'll I have to, to nose this glass empty too. That's something you mentioned before. But it, when I do that, I get more of the wood. Okay. I don't get so much the tasting notes when I do that. I get the wood really becomes evident once it's empty. It, it's interesting really neat. To see what the, Cause you know, as I'm nosing this now with not a lot left in it, I feel like I get, sorry if I'm sniffing into my microphone. Oh, you're there. fine. You're fine. I definitely feel like I get some wood on that. Like, yeah, I think of like, I don't know, like walking into like a wood shop, right? You can smell that sawdust. Yeah. Well, in makers, everything they do is six years or older with their rotations. They have, you know, basically it's a six year process. So like when you do the ambassador thing and they give you Mm -hmm. your barrel, it's like a six to seven year wait until you actually get your golden ticket. Once your barrel matures. Really wonk over there. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that, you know, that's, that's going to be the case for all of these. They're all going to be at least six years. And then when you get to the wood finishing stuff, they've added another six months or eight months or whatever it is that they do. It might be weeks. I don't remember, but it's, but it's a definite, you know, time that they age it again with those staves. Now, all of these, do they do a sour mash on all of them as well? Since it's all the same. Well, if, do they do a sour mash? If they do, then everything's sour yeah, mash. I'm yeah, I'm almost positive they do a sour I mash. I have to look. I didn't, that's a good question. I I, I never, uh, never really uh, thought about that part of it. I think you may be right. I did the tour there one time and it's a really nice tour. Plus, the tour? I, I did a tour there and the, the grounds are outstanding. So like, it's a, it's an amazing place to go visit. Then in the distillery, you get that option. Like I mentioned to. You can buy buy your pre-dipped uh, bottles, but they also have the dip-it-yourself bottles. Um, I don't know if they're still doing that with COVID or not, but uh, but they used to anyway. So I don't know if they still do this, but I remember, I think I was in college, so it was a long time ago. They did some kind of limited edition, like double-dipped, where it was like the red wax traditionally, and then there was a black wax on top of it. I think they do stuff like that on certain occasions. So like I know 
people have talked about how they've gotten, and I know they do. If you go into their, um, if you go into their visitor center right before mm-hmm. you go on your tour, they have like wildcats dipped ones. They okay, have like ones dipped for stuff. different um, winners of the of the the derby. Uh, the derby, and then they have like Louisville, um, which isn't too far off of this color anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's I think it's a richer red. Yeah, the cards. Um, but they've done some like they did one for Kobe. They did the purple. Mm. I think a purple wax or something That's with cool. yellow. Um, so when he, when he actually passed, they, they did a release for him, I believe. So don't forget to nose the glass. Oh, I already rinsed that. Damn Damn it. Yeah. You definitely get the, the wood when that happens. I I still feel like there's a little wood because I mean, I honestly just did in the very little bottom. Yeah. So I, when I, when I rinse out mine, I really, really try to swirl it around to get as much off the, you know, surface as possible. Um, I brought the two glasses for each of us because I didn't know you were bringing your own two. So <laughs> I thought we were just drinking two. So sorry. No, I don't, you're not offending me. I thought I love this little. The traveling case is great. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's very nice. Cool. And it's padded on the inside. It's like a carpeted, almost it's like uh, felt or something yeah. in there. Velvet. What is that? Velvet? Yeah. Well, that reminds <laughs> me of like that old Seinfeld where he talks about velvet on his skin or whatever. Well, and then, you know, coming to America when they're sitting in the oh, barbershop and he's like, what is that? Oh velvet? God, that's such a good movie. <laughs> Just taste the soup. <laughs> What's in the soup? Just taste the soup. Right, where's the spoon? Aha. Aha. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, hilarious. That was so good. And then Arsenio Hall or no, was it Arsenio Hall? That was his. Yes. Cause there's, there's... And, they, and they each play like, you know, five or whatever roles in the movie. At, at like three or four just in the uh in the uh barbershop itself right that scene is hilarious because there's another movie that's very very similar um that was kind of a big pour oops. yeah you're whoops and that's the cast strength tiger oops. um <laughs> well the nutty professor he plays a whole bunch as well yeah oh i didn't realize cast strength was also a screw top now that's the yeah. funny thing about these like the makers mark 101 and apparently the cast strength are both screw tops like all the rest of them are are quarks, uh, quarks yeah. or at least the synthetic style anyway, which I think is kind of funny. Um, I'm going to go ahead and open this uh, wood just to get it kind of breathing Yeah. Um, while we're talking. So we just poured another glass. We've got the cask strength, the regular cask strength, um, uh, Maker's Mark. And um, while I'm fumbling on this uh, lay, label here, there we go, or lid. All right. So there we go. All right, so what are your uh, what are your notes on this for the nose? I'm getting vanilla. I get the vanilla and caramel. So not nearly as much cinnamon. No, not at all. Which is interesting. And I was yeah, af- I get a little more sweetness too. I was afraid I would have like just leftover cinnamon in my, you know what I mean? You know, something like a scent gets kind of like stuck yeah. in your nose yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely get vanilla. I, I'd say there's a little cinnamon still in there. Interesting. Tyler's gonna be so upset. He loves Maker's Mark. Ah, sorry, Tyler. <laughs> he doesn't listen. What are you talking I know, about? He doesn't listen at you all. You have to apologize on text. I know, because God, there's so many of them I want to do right now, but I'm like, oh, I don't. We've got Tyler so out many one. backed up. Like, I know. it's so crazy. Like, um, what what was one of the ones we wanted to talk about doing? Uh, the um, Jeffersons series. Yeah, we're gonna do the Jeffersons. We're gonna um, do the Woodenville that's coming Woodenville. up. Woodenville. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would kind of like to do something where they're all like double oaks or something like that, or that yeah. Woodford where there's like, the... I even wanted to do like a weeded, you know, yeah. uh, like a weeded, uh, comparison, like do some Weller, do some makers, do some whatever. And we could eat, that could even be like two series. You could do bottom of the barrel weeds. So you could do like the regular makers yeah. versus the regular Weller special reserve versus whatever. 
and then compare those, you know, and then go up a level, do like Antique 107 with, you know, with Maker's Cast Strength or something like that. I don't know. That was just my thinking. I was even thinking, and it could be like, you know, beginning of the year or something, or it could maybe even around Christmas would oh, be a good time to too. do it. Oh yeah, Larceny. Um, do like a Buffalo Trace run where we do like, um, like the regular Buffalo Trace and then we try some of the um, Eagle Rare and get into like an E.H. Taylor and just like run through some of their stuff. Yeah. Because I've never really tasted all of them back to back other than at the yeah. distillery tasting. Well, and, and make sure you stick to the same recipe. Yeah. They the same the mash ma- bills. They have the two mash bills. Yeah. yeah. So no, that's a good idea. that will be fun. So if you're listening and you have some ideas on some things that we haven't done, but you'd like to see us do, even if it's a mixture of things we haven't done with a mixture of things we have done, uh, send that in to us. Is, We're always open to some uh, some ideas. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a little drink of this since you got ahead of Yeah. Yours. Oh my God. It's so good. The Old Forester is the one that I was forgetting. We have the two single barrels from Old Forester. Yeah, we have those. We want to do them. We've got the 100 proof and we've got the cask strength and I've got an old 90 proof single barrel single as barrel well. Old Forester. Okay. So that we could do just a whole lineup of those. Tyler already plowed through his. <laughs> that was back in the days where I could order two. So I ordered one for me and one for him because, you know, we were doing the show. And yeah. so we did it on the show. And uh, and then I let him just go ahead and take the bottle. But that was good. I've still got some left, though. But it's so good. Like, I love Old Forester. I do, too. I don't know why. It is but a there's something, for me. Yeah. Like, and their, their signature 100 is just so good. So that's just a good bourbon. What do you, would you think of this uh, cask strength makers um, when you took a drink? So like I said on the nose, I can definitely get more sweetness on it. Then the, and then when I taste it on the palate, it's so it's such a clean finish for me. It is. It doesn't even though it's cask strength. Now, now let's be honest here. So cask strength for them isn't nearly like when you're doing barrel proof or whatever from Larceny or Elijah Craig or whatever. They cut it down a little bit before they uh before they even do that. So 110.4 is their cask strength. I mean, that's that's pretty low right. as far as cask strengths are concerned. I mean, right. you can get a Weller Antique for 107. Yeah. You know, and that's not for 107. You get a Weller Antique at 107. So, I mean, you're talking already for, you know, this being, um, you know, a lower cask strength proof. It's not going to be nearly as bitey or, you know, in your face as a regular cask strength would. But I mean, it's still, it's 110. I mean, it's yeah. not, it's no slouch for, by any means. I mean, but if you look all of their things, like if you look at their private selects, you look at their 46 cast strength, you look at their wood finishing series, they're all right around that 110. They're all hovering right around that. What seemed weird to me, I think the 101 coated my tongue more as well, where this just finishes much faster. It's I funny you say that. I do think it finishes faster, but I thought this one coated my tongue better. Okay. But I do agree completely with the with the finish, the faster finish. Yeah. Like I still feel it in my chest, but like the finish was quick it's and very immediate. fast. Yeah. But it's a, it's not a bad finish. Mm-mm. It's just it's quicker. You're right. It's, it's like me on a Friday. <laughs> no, that's good. I like it a lot. And you're right, though. The cinnamon. It's funny because whatever is in the proofing of the 101, it brings out that cinnamon like crazy. So it almost tastes hotter you know what, than this 110, the, the Maker's Mark cast strength. I mean, I'm not going to do it right now, but what would be interesting is to take this cask and put a couple drops of water in it to dilute it down a little. Try to get it as close to the 101 And to as see possible. if you start to get any of that yeah. in it. No, that would be cool, actually. That's a good idea. We've talked about that before, about how 
And they talked about it at um, Elijah Craig, or not Elijah Craig, when we went to Heaven Hill yeah, yeah. Distillery about like, you know, some people put a drop of water in, you get different flavors and different well, you aromas. Do. I mean, there, there's a chemical reaction that happens with the water and how it attaches to the bourbon to where it opens up different flavors. And that's why they play a lot with, mm. you know, those proof points to see what the best proof point is for that recipe, for that, you know, whatever. And it's not always the same. But a lot of times, like with so, you know, when you're when you're batching and big batches like Maker's Mark, they've got to always do their 94 or whatever it is, you know, Buffalo Trace, always 90. So you have to you just have to get it down to that proof, even if maybe this barrel is just a little better at 91. You know, I mean, again, it's you know, you don't really have that choice with those big batches like that. But when you're doing these. um (laughs) <laughs> when you're doing these, uh, you know, limited releases and stuff, you can play around with that and get it to the exact right proof point to where you think you're getting the best flavor. So I don't know. Now I'm nosing this one, this empty glass before rinsing it out. I do get a lot of like wood notes, like you were talking about. I wouldn't even call it Oak necessarily. Just like just wood. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but wood's the only way I can describe it, but yeah. it, it is definitely like, um, there's a wood forward for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's so interesting to me because when it's filled with the liquid, you don't even get close to that, that, uh, nose, you know, mm-hmm. those notes on the nose. But then as soon as it's empty, whatever's left coating, it's almost like maybe the tannins stay behind or something, maybe. or I don't, I don't know. It's like when you walk into a hardware store, right? And you go to the lumber section and like, you can just smell the you wood, can smell that there's wood around. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me. It's the same on a porn set. Like when you go, you just smell the wood. It's just I was, there. I was trying to defer from that for sure. It All was right. right there. So let's go to the Maker's Mark 46 cast strength. I know we, I mean, we could do Maker's Mark 46 real quick if we wanted. I mean, that's five, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's not like real five. We're, we're doing, you know, small amounts, except for when you do a heavy pour. Go right. for it. Yeah. Let's do regular 46 before we do the 46 cast strength. Yeah. I'm definitely doing us. That last pour was kind of heavy for me. There. Yeah. Lighten it up there, Francis. Oh, and this is a cork too. I'm trying to pull it off like it's a twist off. Yeah, and this one's we're we're dipping into Aaron Janetti's. Um, that's good. Yeah, yeah I All just right. did a dismount there. You can pour mine too, and keep it the same. I've got a coach after this. Oh Jesus! No, just dude. That's good. It's that good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to jump into the 46, <laughs> and then we're going to go to the 46 cast strength. Just to give a, again, you know, just kind of a, a you know, a, a test in the uh, proofing points, really. it's He's got a lot of Woodford down there. Yeah, he, he's a big Woodford fan. He likes that. I can tell. Yeah. Um, I think he's got the rye and he's got the regular. He's also got the double-double. He's, he's got the double oak. Yeah, there's the double-double. Uh, does he have the double-double down there? Yeah. Or is that the three grain that I gave Oh, this him? is the brandy. I'm sorry. Uh, I gave him that one and the three grain. That one might be double-double. Um, or that might just be regular. It's just regular distiller select. It says. Oh, well, grab that real quick. Yeah. So that's the uh, hmm, distiller select. That's interesting. But it doesn't look like anything special. But it's a three seventy five, so it makes me feel like it is. Well, they sell some of the stuff in three seventy five, but usually, <clears throat> but it's distiller select. That's interesting. So I don't know what that is. He he likes the double double. That's one of his favorites. And then he likes the double oak too. He's got some Jeffersons down there. That's an old. That's a Voyage Nine. Nine? He's I got swear a Voyage to God, nine. there's a Voyage Nine. Oh, you know the double doubles in the bottom in that's the a, uh, caged area. See that down there? The double double down below. Okay. In the caged area, it's the first one on yeah, the far yeah. left. I see it there. Yeah. 
He keeps the, even though it's not locked, he keeps it in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> He's a caged animal. Yeah, I thought that was funny. So, um, but, uh, so the cast strength, let's get to this. Or this is regular force. Regular force. Regular force. So let's nose this. Interesting. I get something a little uh, sour is not the right word. Now, the difference in the 46 is just, um, you said it earlier, and I'm already drawing a blank. The staves. They, staves. they finish okay. it in, with staves. Yeah, there's a certain recipe they use for the staves. And it's, you know, the the whole, I think it was their 46th attempt or something like that. Well, and I was going to ask, what's 46? Like 46, I think they were doing all these different recipes, and I'm pretty sure 46 was like their, their 46th uh, recipe that they were keeping track of. And it was, so as they were doing all of these... Um, I think it was their 46th attempt and they, um, I, I believe. So look here, it says, um, after finally finding the flavor they were after, Bill Jr. learned that the perfectly toasted French oak stave was on file as stave profile number 46. So I think they were keeping a track of all the different ones they had done and 40, this was 46. So this was his favorite. What do you got? A little, uh, a little burp there. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. I didn't hear it on the. Just let that uh, tangle. Just let that fall down. I think. Am I getting caramel? I think I'm getting. I get vanilla and caramel for sure. Is it caramel or caramel? Is there a difference? I think it just depends on how drunk you are. Okay. Caramel if you're not drunk. Caramel if you are. I think I've always said caramel. I don't know. I'm just messing. So yeah, this is um, this is good too, and it's you can tell it's a little more finished. There's definitely a um, a change to the regular maker's, you know, uh, uh, taste in this. So I get hardly any of the cinnamon in this at all. Yeah, I'm not getting cinnamon. I get way more sweet notes. For sure. Um, I mean, the cinnamon on this 101 is kind of overpowering still. But it's a good... It is. I like it, though. It doesn't bother me. It's almost, though, that it's still kind of, like, st- stuck in my nose. Like, when you drive past, like... I don't know, a cow farm and you smell cow shit still for the next three miles. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's funny. My wife makes fun of me because I've never said that I enjoy the smell of cow shit, but I already know where you're going. But cow shit reminds me of where I grew up. Same. I grew up with cows in my so backyard. So there's, there's a, there's a, um, I don't know, like a, uh, you know, when you have a really good memory, Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I love the smell of cow shit, but it's nostalgic. Like there's something yeah. nostalgic about the smell of cow shit because I grew up in southeastern Ohio. So dairy farms, cow farms all over the place. And so when I smell cow shit, like we'll be driving somewhere and I, and Trina, she'll smell the cow shit and she'll look over at me. She goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. you, you probably feel like home. And I'm like, you know, she jokes about it, but it, it really does remind me yeah. of home. There were literally cows in my backyard. Like we would always climb the fence and be in I the didn't cow have pastures. Them in my backyard, but all of yeah. my friends that lived out in the farm had, you know, cows. That's mm-hmm. what they did. They had, you know, it was dairy cows. They had, you know, regu- it a lot was, of beef it, cattle and stuff too. I don't, I don't know that beef cattle was in my area, oh, really? but there okay. was a lot of dairy cows. Okay. A, l- a lot of dairy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a, it's a, it's a very interesting, but nostalgic smell for me. Yeah. So when I smell cow shit, I don't get repulsed. I just am like, oh, 
Yeah. It smells like home. Dude, we were always idiot kids and like we would change our shirt because my buddy had or my neighbor, I should say, would have like a red shirt on. We thought like cows would charge us because he had a red shirt on. It's like, go change your shirt. We're going out to the cow What's pasture. What's funny is there's something, I think it's, they did a study on that. I'm pretty sure that bulls are colorblind. Correct. Like they don't see black and white, which a lot of people I think think. Correct. When yes. they hear colorblind, but they don't recognize the red. I'm pretty sure it's the him shake shaking the shaking it. of the yeah and like the and taunting they, and they see the red, but it's not red to them. It's like yeah. it's similar to other colors. Yeah. It's the taunting that they're doing. I'm sure to them. for sure. I think the red's more for the crowd. Yeah. So the 46 stuff we talked about it a little bit. Basically, what that is is a finish. In the maker's mark way. So what instead of finishing it in a second barrel, what they do is they finish it with staves. So they take a certain combination of different types of staves and they put them into the barrel. Are they oak? Yeah, they're French oak. And, um, you know, I think they're all French oak to some some degree, like French cuvee and different things like okay. that. But it's their specific combination. And then are those staves toasted? I believe they're toasted so certain, to some degree. Like, yeah, yeah, char, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They're, they're toasted French oak steaks okay. for sure. Um, I don't think they're charred necessarily, but they're at least toasted. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, they they basically use that stave combination on all theirs. And it's that same set of staves that they were using when they were taste, testing all of this to get to 46 that they use for their private select. And that's where their, I'm doing air quotes, private barrel select <laughs> came from. Because, you know, all of their Maker's Mark is the same. So it's it's either Maker's Mark or a private select with stave finish, basically. So um, It's no. amazing they have all these combinations from just one. Well, I think they have six staves that you can choose from. And they're about to introduce another stave. Oh. And then you can do up to ten of those six in any combination. So like three of one, three of another, three of another, then one of or whatever. I think you do ten staves with your private select. Okay. Choosing... From a combination, I don't know how to say this, but you're basically choosing 10 staves from a combination of any combination you want of six available staves. I mean, that's like a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why you see all these different types of private selects out there. And they're adding a seventh stave from my understanding into, I think it's six staves and I'm pretty sure they're adding a seventh. Whatever they currently have in their number of staves, they're adding another one. Well, that's probably easier than rebarreling it as well and doing like a toasted barrel type thing. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I think I really enjoy Maker's 46. Is that blue? Mine's blue. Yeah, mine's blue too. Oh, did you get the new one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the 12. Yeah, I've got the same blue. Yeah. Yours is Pro? I'm just regular. 12. Mine's Pro Max. Oh, Pro Max. Pro Max. Uh, that sounds I've like an erection pill. And it's larger. Mine's bigger than yours. Yeah, I'm trying to sounds, make up for my small penis. It sounds That's like all. an erection pill. You're like, it's the Pro Max. Yeah, I'm just trying to make up for my small penis. So I've got to have a bigger phone. Yeah, I didn't... I, I'm not going on to that subject. <laughs> Agreeing that I have a small penis. No, no, no. So talk about... So, so as we... Pour this. Let's talk mm -hmm. about your trip. You just got back from Jamaica. Yeah. So I went to Jamaica for uh, five days. That's actually where I picked up this 101. In the duty free? In the duty free. Um, you was, said duty. I know. I was a little disappointed. I was hoping to find more in the duty free. I was hoping that I could get like yeah, a Yeah, they Blanton's. had Blanton's earlier in the week. I saw it showing up in the duty free uh, <sighs> listing. I was so like, I just wanted a Blanton's or, or something like that, but they did not have shit. Um, that sucks. I would say the uh, Buffalo Trace, they had a bunch of those. Which, oh, did they? I've got so many Buffalo Trace. I do and, um, too. I do too. But I keep drinking it and now it's not showing up anymore. Yeah, I've heard that as well. So I may so pick like, up one when we go down. 
um to oh, I'm, i always pick up one when i go that was way too much yeah i gotta hold on me and it's cast strength um so we're moving on to the maker's mark 46 cast strength now um i do a little rinsey rinse here do a little rinsey But I was so excited to try and find um, something good in the duty free, and I'm not a scotch drinker or a cognac drinker they or anything like that. They always have good stuff there. But there was a lot of that, a lot of um, very expensive cognac and stuff too. Which I know cognac can be extremely expensive, but the, um, there was just nothing that really jumped out at me. And then um, I did see the 101 there, and I thought, well, we're going to go to Kentucky on our little you know bourbon trail trip before too long. And I'm like, oh, it's only forty bucks for a liter. It's good. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to grab it. That's a good price. I've been wanting to, you know, um, give it a try and stuff. So I grabbed it and everything. But I don't want to say Jamaica was a bad trip. It just wasn't what I expected. So so talk about that. I mean, you've heard me and Tyler talk about our trip and how amazing it was. Yeah. And we could actually see where you guys stayed. Like where I was on the beach, it yeah. was just kind of like catty corner. Were you the white building? That's kind of racist, but yeah. No, but I'm I'm dead serious. Like when we Seri were out yes. there, you could yes. look over and you saw a big plain white building. Correct. And so there's it's called Ryu. Um, Riu. Riu. Yeah. And they had three resorts that were attached to Tour. each other. <laughs> Tour. And so one of them was a family resort where you take your kids and all of that stuff. One of them was an adult resort, but it was meant for like more. When like, you stay chill. at the adult resort, can you go to the family side? Correct. You can go to all three of them. Okay. That's part of the like, um, like the draw the for draw, it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can go to three different resorts. They all have their own restaurants. They all have their own atmospheres and things like that, different pools and stuff. So that's what was, again, and, you know, they're all walking distance. They're all connected to each other. And so, you know, we had decided to stay at this adult one that was more chill, relaxed. And then there was another adult one called reggae that was more for like partying and stuff, right? You know, your spring break type things, which is all well and good. It's just not my style anymore. I'm just going to say older. you're boring as shit. I know. I'm getting old. My wife and I would have definitely stayed at the reggae side. Really? Oh, for fuck, for sure. <sighs> I don't know. For I just sure. wanted to like we veg out. We party and vegging out is a great option. Yeah. But we party like fucking animals when we're on vacation and there's no kids around and there's no responsibilities. We have a fucking blast. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to do. For me, they were doing like beer chugging contests like oh, the one day. Yeah. And I did. Listen, I we, did so much of that on spring break. We went to Destin. Yeah. During spring break a few years back. All old couples. And then there happened to be a young group of people staying there from college. Mm -hmm. I think I found my like 20 years younger soulmate <laughs> and we got blasted. We were doing like, we were doing beer bongs in the hot tub. Like I was 43, 42 at the time. Like I'm doing freaking beer bongs. I'm drinking these fuckers onto the table. We were, we were doing Thunderstruck. Oh yeah. I've played that, but I'm doing it with bourbon. Oh God. And, and ginger ale because you know, I dilute it some. I'm not an animal. Yeah. And uh, they're doing it with beer. And I'm like, by the end of that, this was, so my birthday is March 20th, and this was March 19th. Got plastered. And so March 20th rolls around. It's my birthday. And my wife's like, no, oh, do you want to do something? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do shit. I want to sit around. I want to read. I want to yeah. fucking just hang out at the pool. A little hair of the dog. A little hair of the dog. Well. I don't, I do not want to move. That was kind of the draw of this place too, was like, we were staying at the chill side, but we could walk over to the party side whenever we wanted and yeah. then walk back and right. stuff. That's kind of like, 
we we did this hard rock cafe thing in Mexico, and uh-huh. they had the heaven side, and then they had the um, heaven and hell. Or? <laughs> yes, well, I mean, that'd no, be cool. it was heaven and uh, hacienda or something like okay. that. Okay. Anyway, one side was family oriented, the other side, and you had to show an ID or ID or something, or they wouldn't let bands. Yeah, they didn't let anyone under twenty one or under eighteen or whatever go to the other side. Okay, I think it was eighteen. And the heaven side was like the party side. The hacienda side was the side where, and I don't know if it's hacienda, but it's something like that. Um, That was the family-oriented side. Okay. And that side had like this thing that was under construction. It was like a snowboarding, uh, indoor snowboarding and skate park and all bike park and all this stuff. But like you could just walk over to one or the other. We stayed on the family side just because it was cheaper. Yeah. Knowing that we could walk right over to the other side. Well, so for us, the um, the like adult chill side was actually the most expensive of all of them and the rooms were really nice and they were supposed to have like a jacuzzi tub in the room and all this stuff and i'm like this is cool i can go over to the party side some if i want and then if i get annoyed with all the like booty shaking whatever shit's going on i can go back to the chill side and kind of go back and forth blah 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 whatever the booty shaking (laughs) and i can't remember when we booked and all this stuff but anyway we go to check in and they're basically like oh yeah that side's been closed since like april for reconstruction and we're like what you know we booked around that time or even maybe even after that time we booked so it shouldn't have been able for us to even stay at this place or we should have gotten updates it wasn't like last week they decided i agree i'm not real happy with the company right now because we paid more money to stay in the nicest of the three to then say oh the other two are closed so now you can they didn't give you the discount back to the other price They've given us nothing no i would put them on blast on twitter on facebook on every social media and then i'd send them some letters yeah i'm gonna write a letter Um, when you do that put it on twitter call like call their at sign or whatever i mean seriously because they'll that's a good idea they do not like bad being called out Yeah. yeah and and aaron did the same thing when he was doing like penske or something he had a bad experience they charged him for like late return when the play, the the truck he had returned had already been out with another customer for like two oh, or three shit. days, they charged him like a three day return late fee. He put him on blast on Twitter. What's well, it's unfortunate you have to do that because people will take advantage of you. If yeah, you don't. for sure. Yeah, and and you know, and I knew going there, I wasn't going to find like bourbon and junk like that. I know you were able to find makers. Well, let's be fair. I didn't find makers. I was I had butler service, yeah. and they ask you before you come what type of liquor okay. you want and i said i want bourbon, bourbon. Okay. i did i wasn't you know specific i just said i want bourbon okay and they brought in makers is what they brought makers is that's great it was i, I think that's great i was fine yeah. it, it was a mild bourbon that i could you know mix if i wanted to i could drink mm-hmm. neat if i wanted to and i had a great freaking week and every freaking time my maker started to run out they well, replaced it. And see, and the thing with COVID too, normally they have like the bottles in the room. And yeah. I saw like on their website, they had Johnny Walker Red was supposed to be one of the bottles in the room. I could yeah. drink that. That's a, a good scotch yeah. and stuff. They didn't do the bottles in the room, but it wasn't like you could say, hey, can I have a bottle? You know what I mean? They were saying, oh, because of COVID, we're not doing the bottles in the room. Why? Wow, that makes no sense. I agree. You would think that they would put them in there for that reason. For because less people are touching it. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And I forgot you, you to put it in the earlier. room and you wipe it down and then yeah. here you go. It's your bottle now. Well, and it's the same like cup. I brought a Yeti. I'd be using like my same cup over and right, over. But that just makes no sense, man. I agree. Completely agree. So like, I was a little salty about that. It's not like yeah. they would give you a bottle. Yeah. And then all the mixed drinks that were just like heavily sugar. It was like... These sh- I need to Real drink. quick, we haven't nosed this yet either. I've already I'm taken two drinks the shit out of, of it, though. I know. I've already taken two. So drinks. this is cask forty six. Cask forty six. So we just had regular forty six. We're on our fourth bourbon. 
I'm getting vanilla. You don't work today. You work no, tomorrow? I do work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Shit. I All took right. today off. Better drink some water a, and Gatorade. Yeah, I'll be good. Uh, vanilla. Oh, maybe a touch of oak. Definitely vanilla. This one. I definitely get vanilla. I think I, yeah, I think you're right on the oak for sure. I definitely get the vanilla. It's strong. It's strong vanilla. I get some spice on the on the palate for sure. Yeah, um, this one is interesting because when we went to the regular Maker's Mark cast strength, I didn't feel like it was a punch to the face compared to the 101. I thought it was correct. a little easier to drink. Yeah. This one for sure is is compared to the regular 46 is a little stronger. I agree completely. Now, not in a bad way. Mm-mm. It's got a great flavor to it. Between the two casks, which did you like better? I think the 46. See, I think I almost like the regular better. And you're allowed to. You're allowed. Um, I appreciate you allowing me. <laughs> the one I can understand why you would like the Maker's Mark regular cast strength better. It's it's um an easy. I'm I think I'm at a point right now where I like a little bit longer hug in the in the chest after the drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying, for whatever reason, I'm enjoying a lot of the, because my palate's not as good as yours, I don't think. And I, uh, when it's a blast with sugar all week, so it's a (laughs) virgin palate again. So this, I I don't know, when it has a little bit of a stronger flavor to it like this, things just jump off the palate Mm -hmm. for me. And when they're really, really subtle, I don't pick up on them very often. And the 46 cast strength, I feel like, is a little less subtle. But for me, that's a good thing. The complexity jumps out. I like the regular maker's cast strength. Don't get me wrong. I think it's really good. Yeah. My second drink, I didn't get as much of the the Kentucky hug that we talk about. Yeah. And I got a lot more sweet notes. So sometimes it's almost like it has to get like just accustomed to my palate. I think I'm going to be upset that we're saving the wood finishing series for last because it's, from what I had on Saturday, it was freaking outstanding. So why would you be upset we saved that for last? Because I think we've really, we've had four bourbons now. And oh, I th- that you want to appreciate it as much. Yeah, I don't know. I may. I yeah. don't know. I'm going to use my clean glass for this one though. Yeah, no, I, that's a great idea. Um, but you know, I'll, and I'll finish up with my trip here yeah, yeah, pretty sorry quickly. About that. Um, no, we needed to, to finish those. Um, so I drank a lot of sugary drinks that whatever. Um, and I would always just have them put a little bit of rum on top. I did find, and of course I like, I Googled it like everyone does. Like, is this rum a good Jamaican rum or a bad Jamaican rum? <laughs> yeah. They said it was kind of a bottom end Jamaican well, rum. Well, they all, they're, most they're of trying to save money. I mean, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, you know, it's, it's an all inclusive. So Correct. people are going to drink whatever they drink, unless you ask for specific stuff, they're going yeah. to give you the bottom of the barrel. But I thought it was good. So I had tried several different, and again, I'm not a rum drinker. Um, rum has been around a lot longer than bourbon and stuff. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and everything. Yeah, for sure. Car- um, Caribbean, all that stuff. I mean, correct. I found this, it was a, and there's a difference between gold rum and dark rum. Didn't know that at all. Well, they're sipping rums. So there's yeah. rums that people actually sip on like yeah. we do with bourbon. That's what I wanted and then to find. there's rums that are used in cocktails and yeah. different things like that. I wanted to find a rum that I could drink neat. Yeah. Um, this one, they didn't really recommend drinking it neat, but you could drink it with just like a little bit of a mixer in it. And especially when they would put it on top, I would get a lot of those flavors and it was very good. Did you, did they have anything at the bar that was a neat type of uh, sipping rum? So the, um, 
God, I almost said servants, like the staff. I don't. That's like terrible, <laughs> oh, isn't it? Jesus. Well, they were serving me, is what no, I said. I know, like I know. servants. You're not wrong. But it's just it's kind of. I know. It sounds exactly. It sounds terrible. I was like, oh God, I feel like a terrible <laughs> person saying this. Um, but the staff, the one girl that I became good friends with, she said she drank this one. It was called um, Korabu, I think. C O R B U A. I'd have to Google it again. But it was a dark rum, and I liked it a lot because it gave me some like sweet notes with it that I, I like with certain I, bourbons. Like, I like the dark rums. I do too. For sipping. Like, I think those are a more of a, I know that you'll get a little bit more of a hangover with the darker rums, but you're, I feel like they give you a little bit more flavor profile. Cause they're aged in barrels. I think yeah. like bourbon is and right. stuff. And I think that's why I was drawn to them as well. Yeah. I, I tried to drink that. red stripe. Well, you know, the, uh, angels of the finished rye is finished in rum barrels. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I, I like that. Yeah. I read, so I was trying to drink Red Stripe and I had Googled it before I'd like just kind of get an idea um, of, of what it tasted like. And some guy had the best description. He was like, it's like you had a PBR that you left in your cooler and you set it out for all summer and then you drank it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's right. It tastes like a PBR that sat in a cooler all summer long. Dude, that just sells it. I, I want was, it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible and they had red stripe light as well i like red stripe light man you know me i'm a i'm a piss beer guy i should i don't know i drink a lot of craft beers not so much now that i'm drinking bourbons but i still dive into craft beer from time to time yeah it, listen i like i like honestly piss beers when i'm drinking beer i want it to be a piss beer i can't do summer it. shandy i'll drink that but that's, that's not more a piss like beer but at it's kind of like a piss beer i think it's like a lemon piss beer that's fine. Lemon piss beer is a thing. But, I mean, honestly, I like having piss beer. I don't know why. It's nice. It's that whole, I call it like the marathon versus the sprint. If Before, we, no, go yeah, ahead yeah. and finish your thought. Oh, no, was, go ahead. Just like, if it's Sam tailgating, that's the first thing I can think of. Yeah. I'm not drinking bourbon starting at 8 a.m. for a night game when I'm tailgating. Right. You know what I mean? I will drink some throughout the day but I'm not drinking it all day long. So that's that whole like marathon versus sprint. Like when I go to light beers and those kind of things. And I just, I wanted to say one more thing about, about my trip here. So, cause I, I've, and I, this is something like I've been working on as a person, right? I don't want everything to be negative. I don't want like everything that I said about this trip to be like, bitch, 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 moan, moan, moan. Right. No, we're all working on stuff like that. So I will say a, it was beautiful. The water was so oh, pretty. God, it was, it was the sand was so pretty. Everything was beautiful. And the staff there was so nice. Like, I cannot tell you how nice the staff were. They can't help that, like, you know, my arrangements of where I'm staying, that's a right, corporate that, that thing has that's nothing higher to do than with me. Them. Nothing to do with them. Right. Everyone was so nice. Everything, like, they encourage you to be like, yes, man. So, like, everything, I'm like, yeah, man. So They encourage it, and it was so much fun. So, I made the shirts before I went there that said, Jamaican. Okay, that's cool. And uh, apparently, they, they got a big kick out of that. Um, and then I made a Fuck Your Feeling shirt that was... <laughs> With the Jamaican flag in the uh -huh. background, like it was of the unicorn that said, fuck your feelings. Like you could see that the Jamaican. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I found out while I was there, we were on a catamaran trip. Uh, it was a booze cruise, basically. Yeah. We, we got, that was. I think I saw that, the Sandals booze cruise oh my God. out there. The pictures, you should see the pictures from it. It's, it's amazing. Anyway, but when we were on that trip, we found out that most Jamaicans don't know how to swim. I did not know that. Like, I don't understand how you can live on an island and not know uh -huh. how to swim. But, but apparently that was a, like, I thought they were messing with me. And then, so I would just go around and ask some of the people. They were like, no, we don't. I mean, that's, that's very common. 
Very common. They don't know how to swim. I mean, the waters are, I mean, kind of dangerous when you get out there. Yeah, and but stuff. you would think living in, you know, yeah. and you're working on a catamaran, half the people on that catamaran had no idea how to swim. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. Yeah. Don't fall overboard. So we've got this uh, <laughs> 2020 limited release, Maker's Mark, wood finishing Ooh. series, SE4, PR5. What do you get on the nose? I, I, the first thing that hit me was caramel. <laughs> Immediately I got yes. caramel. It was like a... I agree Like completely. a candy bar. This one, I, I get the vanilla and the caramel for sure. On the nose. And the caramel just jumps right out. I was going to say, for me, the, I mean, I could say vanilla, but the caramel just is is there big time. But it's not a regular caramel. It's almost like a... Like a vanilla caramel. <laughs> <laughs> Funny man. Um, yeah. No, but it's, it's like... A, uh, I feel like there's almost like a toasted caramel to it. So on the back of this, it does say, um, unique bourbon that offers notes of amplified vanilla... Warm baking spice and creamal, ca- creamy caramel. Creamal? Creamal caramel? That's a creamel. Creamel. That's a creamel. So I had this the other night at the restaurant and it was freaking phenomenal. I don't know if it's going to hold up. So what do you think? Very, very good. Um, sweet notes immediately. It's the same. I feel like initially I get more vanilla and then it like transitions to caramel on like yeah. on my tongue the way it hits. Um, I think I'm going to be upset that I didn't get two bottles of this. I didn't. I, yeah, I, they didn't give me the option, but I would have loved to have come back later on, like with a different shift, and just grabbed a couple another bottle. Did it say limit one per customer on it, or it didn't say anything? They were. It was still on the cart. Oh, that's right. It was still in the cart. I grabbed it. They hadn't even put it out. It was yeah. going to say limit one for sure. No, that's very good. I mean, hell, especially when you were getting three of them, they may have not even known that you had two of the same. I mean, they, well, the lady checking me out might not have known. She wasn't the normal person. This is good. Yeah, this, it says the same thing on the front tasting notes, <clears throat> amplified notes of vanilla, baking spices, and caramel. No, so, have you tasted good. it yet? I did. Remember, I got all the, um, the vanilla and then it transitioned into caramel. I do me. get like a burnt caramel though. Like a uh, burnt's not the right word because I don't like burnt. Toasted? Toasted's probably better. Um, but it's a, it's it's like a spicy caramel maybe or something. I think that's the baking spices that you're getting. Maybe. Um, Mixed in with the caramel. That could be what it is. I think I'm getting some baking spice too after reading this. Like at first I'm like I can't decipher what that is but it's it's definitely i think baking spice that i'm getting with it Fuck, i want to drink more of this this is very good yeah um i could drink this very easily yeah this is good i've this decided really to good. like i have a lot of like good bottles and i, I haven't been we breaking them do. out we both do and i'm like around christmas thanksgiving whatever i'm gonna start breaking out these I'm good bottles do the same thing. i think we need to bring our blood oaths on too because I have, I well, haven't only, opened that blood oath. You have the one from our trip right i have pack six i think you have pack five, five. we've talked about i'm this. gonna try to get six in december Okay. When we go. Yeah. That's coming uh, up too. I know. It's two weeks away. I know. God, that's crazy. I hope Ohio is, allows us to get over. So there was some explosion on one of the bridges over to Kentucky. Oh. So like you can't go on like, one of the bridges. I don't know which one. I mean, that's kind of vague to say an explosion. Was so, this like a terrorist thing or like no, a, it was like an accident? An accident. Yeah. Okay. So I think, um, so Trina goes, oh, you might not be able to go to Kentucky. I was like, we'll find a way. <laughs> we'll go through fucking Southern Indiana to Louisville if we have to. We'll get there. We'll get a helicopter. <laughs> we'll get there. I said, I'll freaking hire a ferry <laughs> to go over the Ohio River and take our car <laughs> with us. 
we'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah, Nothing's was, stopping us on this trip. I was worried about COVID stuff too. And, and that was one of the things about, it was funny getting into Jamaica. You had to have, they're so restrictive with their COVID stuff there, which is a great thing. Sure. I mean, yeah, nothing wrong you know, with they're that. trying to be safe and everywhere you go, they make you hand sanitize. Like I could go get a plate of food. They make me hand sanitize and then get a second plate. And they're like, hand sanitize again, bitch. You know what I mean? There's nothing which, wrong which with nothing that. wrong with that yeah. at all. And I think some of that's their water isn't because you can't drink the water and stuff. So it's probably smarter to use hand sanitizer for well, that. I drank their water all week. Oh, did you really? I had no problem with it. Uh, I, I didn't because it just said like not to. I was like using bottled water on my toothbrush. I felt like I was. Maybe that's the difference between RIU and sandals. It might be. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I did have a lot of bottled water. Don't get me wrong, but I'll drink water. I don't care. When I was in Mexico, I drank their water too. Really? I don't care. Yeah. I did have the shits for four days. I don't know if that was. (laughs) Lost 10 pounds. It was great. It might have been independent of that, but uh, I did lose 10 pounds. And then the, um, you know, the the, uh, Speedo looked a lot better. After the tenth day, <laughs> that second one, I'm getting like more caramel on it. No, it's definitely. Good. I think it's. A, I took a bigger drink on my second one, so it like coated more of my palate. Yeah, but a lot of caramel. So this is a one ten point eight proof. This is the highest proof we've had so far by point four. <laughs> this Whatever. is one ten point four, and this one's one oh nine point six. So I, yeah, I mean, but it's still the highest proof we've had so far. It's asshole. true. It's true. It's not a lie. Um, <laughs> did I say something incorrect? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, 2019, they did the stave profile called RC6. This year, they did two stave profiles, SE4 and PR5. I believe, and I could be misremembering, but I heard this in a podcast. I thought it was Dad's Drinking Bourbon, where they brought on one of their- Dad's Drinking Bourbon? Oh, it's a good podcast. I like that. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good podcast. I'm going to look for that. So the one guy on Dad's Drinking Bourbon used to work for ESPN Radio. Oh, that's cool. And then- um, the other guy, I don't know how they met each other. I have no idea, actually. Um, but they both live in Nashville. Okay. And so they're, it's a good podcast. It's a, it's a yeah. good show. And uh, she said, I think she said on this, there's two staves, but three finishes of those staves. Okay. Meaning that I think they took one of the staves and aged it differently twice. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like one of them was like four weeks, the other was six weeks yeah. or something, whatever it is. I don't know what the time is. Um, and then the other stave, but then that's when they, that's how they did it. I, I believe, I believe that's what I took away from that. I was also doing other things. So I wasn't a hundred percent paying attention. It's interesting how like intricate they can get with these different like oh, aging processes. And then, and then just the flavors you get from them. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I love about bourbon. I know this is a weeded bourbon, so it's original. It's just different out of the, the grains involved mm-hmm. are different, but just like Buffalo Trace, for example, you know, they've got two mash bills and they've got. How many like products? 18 products or something from those two mash bills, <laughs> yeah. not even counting the, the others they get from the weeded. Right. So, I mean, they have three total mash bills, I believe, and they have 23 brands out of those That's three ridiculous. mash bills. And it's just, you know, the way they age them differently in different locations and, and stuff say like different that. Locations. And then within those locations, areas in that warehouse, is yeah. it up high, is it low, in the middle? Have you ever done a tour of any... Uh, bourbon distillery? Um, just a local here in Columbus. I have done the Middle, West Spirits, Middle West Spirits. And then yeah. I also did at uh, Watershed. Okay. I did there several years ago. It wasn't a bad tour yeah. at all. Um, tour. Tour. They let you, they you sample a lot, but they do a lot of gin. Um, I'm yeah. not big on gin, but I will say mm, it, it doesn't either. have a lot of the juniper. It doesn't taste like a pine tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different ways to do gin. Yeah. Um, I, so one of the things that we've, so I've done the tour at Angel's Envy. I've done the one at 
Buffalo Trace. I've done three different ones of Buffalo Trace. Well, I've done the Trace Tour, which is their bottom of the barrel tour, which is still really good. I've done that twice. Two different experiences, both really good. I did their uh, expansion tour just recently. Is that the hard hat tour or is that different? Well, it used to be the hard hat tour. Now, because of COVID, they call it the expansion tour. It's a little, I think it's a little different because they're expanding and they don't. So I think the hard hat tour takes you inside to the fermenters and different things. We went into one fermenter room. Okay. It was a little, you know, you didn't get to go in to see the dryers and all the different things like that, but it was, it was a cool tour. You got to walk around the grounds. The trace tour, you didn't walk around the grounds too much. You went into a, you went into an area, depending on the, the guide, you either watched a video or they talked to you. Oh, we did that little tour at Lux Row also. I forgot about that. Yeah, but it wasn't really a tour. I mean, yeah. you, you watched a video, then you walked to their, you saw their column the stiller. Still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. And that's fine. It's COVID. I mean, yeah. you can't, they're, they're doing different things. I get it. But the tasting was what I got from Lux Row. Yeah. That was freaking that's ridiculous. Still one of the best. And every one of these tours that I've done, they've done a tasting at the end. So the Angel's Envy tasting was really fun. Um, because they taught you how to taste. That's like Heaven Hill. Heaven she Hill did, did too. That girl, was, she was yeah. very good. But I, I didn't like her method of tasting as much as I like the Angel's Envy method. Okay, it wasn't bad. Just different. Yeah, it was different. But I like the Angel's Envy method. I still use that today when I taste, and I feel okay. like I get more out of it than what she did. Um, one of the things that I thought was cool out of the Heaven Hill tasting was the breathe it in. Then exhale, yeah. and then you could still get like a some yeah. tasting notes and stuff. That was kind of neat. And she was like, "That second drink was for free." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was kind of neat. Um, so tasting wise, yeah, I've done tastings at Angels Envy, Buffalo Trace, Heaven Hill, Lux Row. I think that's all for the official tastings. Now we're about to do a Stitzel Weller. Yeah. On the next one. We're going to do the Heaven Hill again, just for hope yeah. that they give us a good, you know, bottle Elijah purchase. Craig or something. Yeah, yeah, something. And I'm going to get another one of those little grenade barrel proofs. I know Tyler doesn't listen, so I've got <laughs> Elijah Craig 18 coming with two barrel proofs and a regular 94 small batch. Are those the same as the little grenade barrel proofs we got, just in full bottle? No. Or did we get something different? I can't. The remember. Elijah Craig um, grenades are actually uh, they're like a barrel select or something Some, it said? it's cask strength it's like 130 but it's not it's not barrel proof but it's similar okay um i don't i don't have know have you opened 100%. yours i haven't no i haven't either i'm, I'm gonna wait till we get another i'm gonna buy one. another grenade so they're like 30 bucks too for a little thing yeah, but you know what they're cask strength yeah. and all that stuff so like if you wanted to make them last you could add some water and stuff like that what i've done though is i've made a bourbon trail bottle list for what i'm gonna okay look for I should and probably do the same. So here's my list. Early times, bottled and bond. That's a staple. Yeah. And, and it's hard to find up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try to get that either at Party Source or Westport Whiskey and Wine. Uh, Lux Row 12. I want one of those Rebel again. Yell, Single Barrel, 10-Year, Blood Oath. So those are at uh, Lux Row. Buffalo Trace, Wheatley, and then whatever they might have available. Uh, EC... 18. So Elijah Craig 18, yeah. if, we, if we can find it. If not, I, no big deal because I've got it coming. Um, I'm going to give it to Tyler, but we're going to drink it first before we give it to Tyler. Hell it's yeah. It's going to be on an episode. That's a great. Before we give it to Tyler. So I get some. It's so good. I had it at the I've Century Bar. It, yeah. It was so fucking good. So good. Uh, toasted Barrel. See if they have it there. Uh, I want a Toasted the, Barrel. The Grenade. Oh. The Grenade. I want that. So I'm definitely getting the Grenade. 
the Heaven Hill 13 or the Parker Heritage or the William Heaven Hill. I'm going to mm-hmm. buy one this time. Uh, Blade and Bow 22 year. If we can find that at Stitzel Weller, oh. I'm going to try to get that. Blade and Bow. We're doing uh, a tasting at uh, Stitzel, Stitzel Weller. Weller. Yeah, which is Bullet 10 year, Bullet something or else, then Blade and Bow. And then um, it also is uh, IW Harper and IW Harper oh. 10 year or something. We like did that. the 15 year on the show, and that was very good. Tyler That's right. That it's on. the 15 yeah. year. So you have the 15 year and the regular IW Harper. So there's five things we're tasting at Stitzel Weller. Okay. Um, and then Old Forester, I'm looking for anything from Whiskey Row. I'm going to look and see what I'm missing. What I I have everything, but I want to see what's low yeah. and replenish. And then looking for, we'll see if I can find it, the Old Forester 150 birthday. Thing. Oh, the birthday bourbon? Yeah. No, heard- no, 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 not the birthday bourbon, the 150 anniversary. Oh, okay. There's three different batches. They come in a white uh, cylind- cylindrical case. Cylindrical? Big word. I've got the Yellowstone... 2020 limited edition coming this week. Brody Mays is getting it for me. And then the Maker's Mark 101 and Cask uh, 46. I might pick up more. Okay. That's my wish list. We'll see. I may not get the Maker's because I've got those at home. This one's almost empty, but I've got a backup. And then this one, we just, but that's not, that's going to go fast. Yeah, that's That's good. You probably can't get this at the distillery, can you? I don't think so. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I think I saw the RC6 last year and didn't pick it up because I didn't know. Are we going to Woodford? Yeah. No, we're going to Makers. But, but, but are we going to Woodford, though? <laughs> That's a different question. <laughs> well, we were talking about Makers. I know. So I was I just, it just like light bulb. Um, we could. I didn't know if it was on the list. Woodford. See, the only thing about Woodford is I don't feel like going to Woodford is worth it unless they have their double-double. And that's the only reason I ask. I want the double-double. Or you're, it won't be out yet. It won't be out until very beginning of January. Okay. Or if you're doing their tour. The tour I've heard is really good. Their tour. Their tour? Yes. It's more tough to say tour. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we actually got some responses back. That's hilarious. We got some responses back on the more tough thing. That was so uh, funny. <laughs> so, I love it. Takeaways. And then we'll get into some more stuff. What do um, you rank these? So, so we've, we've tried five, which is ridiculous. We've never done five in a show before, I don't think. I'm just going to line them up for you. I mean, I would say... Which this, one's the worst? This is the worst. Okay. And I, I hate to but say like no, worst. No, no, no. I know. I just want to yeah. know which one you're... From best to least best. <laughs> to least best. So you enjoyed them all, correct? I enjoyed them all. Absolutely. So disclaimer, we liked them all. So he's got it. Where was... Oh, I forgot about the 46. I'm sorry. The regular 46. The regular yeah. 46 here. 46. I would put it here because I'm Yeah, yeah, no, I get I'm you. unfortunately getting like you, which I'm not proud to say. Um, you need higher proof. I I so like the we, flavor complex. I was thinking about this when I was taking a piss in the in the piss break. Glad you were thinking about me while you had your wiener in your I hand. I wasn't thinking about you. <laughs> I was thinking about this okay. specifically. This So we talked about Fireball. Yes. And it made me think about like Goldschlager and other oh, like other cinnamon. liquors that you just shoot. Yeah. To get drunk. Yes. What are those proofs? They're usually lower. Like 80, right? Yes. Yeah, they're usually 80. So you're talking 80 fucking proofs. And we're sitting here drinking and sipping 101, 110, 110. 110.4, 110.8. Like, what the hell? We're sipping it. And we're not drinking it to get drunk. We're actually enjoying it. And we're not cringing. You know how, like, if you were when to you take, take a, a drink sh- of Goldschlager, yes. yeah, you're like, Whoa. exactly, and then yeah, yeah, you get the double chin or you the look triple like you're chin. You're having a stroke, right? And you're like, oh, <laughs> you're having a stroke later. Um, <laughs> so, just for people at home who can't see this, 
Maker's Mark 101 is his least favorite in this group, but mm-hmm. still good. Then Maker's 46, Maker's 46 cask strength, then Maker's Mark cask strength, then limited release 2020 wood finishing series with a dog barking in the background. <laughs> I would say... You're probably going to go... Hold on. This is how I guess yours. That's... I'd move the 46 to the other side of the 101. Oh, like this? Yeah. So wow. for me, I'd say Maker's 46. Okay. Regular. Then Maker's 101. I like that cinnamon profile. I, that didn't bother me. Then Maker's Mark cask strength. It wasn't overwhelming. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just right for me. Mm-hmm. Maker's Mark cask strength. Then Maker's Mark 46 cask strength. Then this wood finishing series. The wood finishing series, I've... It's I the easy really, winner. Oh yeah, easy winner. It's it's to me, it's head and shoulders above the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. It might just be the the caramel and the and the vanilla are a little more forward. But I think, um, you know, I think I really enjoy those. I, I that 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 flavor profile for me is what I am always looking for. Now you picked up some makers limited edition a while back, I believe you did. Um, and our friend Todd had some of the same. To- are they toasted barrels? Or they did a run of different. I'm trying to remember what those are off the top of my head. Which ones? They're makers. They're like a makers. The um, the private selects. Yeah. So there's the OHLQs. He has a ton of those. Don't you have a bunch of those as I well? I do too. I have the That's same I ones. Um, I so there's there's like uh, Grandma's Kitchen. There's Toffee Almond. The Toffee. There's those Butterscotch. The uh, yeah. Something. Yeah. They're OHLQ picks and they're private selects, but they're they're all good. Um. Are those still not able to find, I assume? No, they're gone. I they're figured, all gone now. I the figured. milkshake I saw showed up in Grandview this weekend. Huh. Yeah, I haven't had any of those yet. Um, but toffee almond's the one that jumps out at me. That's something. Um, do you have the toffee almond? I'll have to try that I sometime. I do, yeah, yeah, you do. yeah. You can, you can try um, it. Because that's something I think I would like. I like a lot of those. Tyler um, and I did a, an episode on this, so we can't um, really redo that. Yeah, no, no, no. But just you can for come me over. To just yeah, just come over and have some. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I like a lot of like, so a lot of the butterscotch stuff that we have and the toffee. I like those flavors a lot, which is why I think I like the uh, early times bottled and bond so well. It has that toffee flavor to it that I enjoy. And I'm a, a coffee drinker as well. And, and I think that's what it is, is that kind of relates to each other. Yeah. I'm not a big toffee fan normally. However, I like the toffee version of the uh, maker's mark so you know that's that's actually not too bad um but yeah no i agree with that that's a pretty good assessment um i like big butts and i cannot lie (laughs) Um, you other brothers can't deny they can't. Uh, no, I, I, I do. I like coffee, but I, I like myself, so I actually put creamer in it and flavored creamer at that. That was something else good in Jamaica. I had some good Jamaican coffee. Oh, their coffee down there was yeah, so good. Yeah, it's that blue oh. mountain and I coffee. Yes, it's so good down there. Yeah. You know, I did bring some home 
Wrong one. Um, wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong. Nope. Wrong one. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant the wrong area. That's all I was like, what are you talking about? Nope. First one. First bottle. Son of a there you go. I should know it's the dustiest one because he hasn't been up here in a while. Yeah. He's trying to put my cask strength 46 back. With <laughs> I do not want to make that trade. No, I don't blame you. Negatory. Yeah. He's got a lot of unopened stuff up he here. He does. And it was funny. Megan came up here the other day and she, she's like, Looking at this, she's like, you have a lot of bourbon up here. I was like, it's not mine. <laughs> and she goes, does he even drink it anymore? I was like, I think he does, but he just doesn't come up here to grab him. He drinks them at home. Yeah. So, like, the stuff up here is just, I don't even know that he knows what he has. He's got a lot of Buffalo Traces in there. Two or three of yeah. them. Yeah. I'm going to start working on building my bourbon cabinet. Um, I've slacked on it, and I need I need to build something. So, speaking of which, I need some help, I think, with mine. Okay. Not cabinet, but my room. Your room. Yeah, your speakeasy but room. for... I, I think I need some assistance. So to get sign off on the bourbon room, I, um, to get sign off like from Trina or, or what? Yeah. Do you mean? She's already okay. said I could do it, but I think, um, I need to have help, um, with the laundry room. We're going to redo it. Where and is so your laundry room? Upstairs. Okay. Our, I was like, our bedroom. I've never been upstairs. So right now it's just basically a, a linoleum floor. Okay. And I told her, I drew up a little thing of what we could do there. And it's like a wire, con contractor grade, like wire shelf. That's it. I told her we could do cabinets and, you know, uh, floor cabinets, seal, uh, wall cabinets. Yeah. And then do like a countertop. Countertop would have to be done professionally. But I told her we could do that ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I think to get sign off on the bourbon room, I have to do that first. That's a fair trade. Fair. So, but she doesn't think I have the ability to do it myself. I'm like, fucking, if we buy stock cabinets, it's super simple. Yeah. It is. It really is super simple. So, I drew up what I think it should look like. And then she doesn't think I can do it. And I'm just like, fuck, seriously? And I, I think I can do all of it, but the flooring and the, the countertop in one weekend. So, paint, put in the cabinets, all in one weekend. What do you want to do for the floor tile? Whatever she wants to do. I, I can do tile on the floor. I know. You have a wet saw, right? Yeah. So we can do that. I know we can do that. Yeah. And I can do the freaking cabinets. That's not hard. You know, level. Right. And some shims and shit like that. That's all you need. Yeah. Even um, the Ikeas have that like rack system that makes it level. But it's such a small place, you probably won't need that. Yeah. So like uh, the countertop's going to be the tricky part because I want openings for places where you can put clothes in. Yeah. And then I want, it's going to be easy, I think. Outside of what we have to have paid to have done. So, um, I, th I don't think it's going to take, but more than a weekend, except for, like I said, the tile flooring and, and she's like, Oh, well you should, you need to tile the whole floor before you do all of it. I was like, no, 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 no. You put in the cabinets first then tile up to the cabinets. It's yes. so much easier. Oh my God. Yes. And then tile under where the washer and dryer might be. Sure. Yeah. I would tile under, under that as well. But you don't fucking tile under the cabinets. You don't need to. It's a waste it's of a time. Waste. Um, and she's like, I don't know. I'm like, no. I said, we didn't hardwood underneath our cabinets. We hardwooded to our cabinets. And Go then look underneath, at places too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you'll yeah. see like, oh, they... It just blends, right. right? Yeah. You take your longest row and that's where you start. You don't right. start on the edges. You start with your longest like line. Right. And then you build off of that. So anyway, Any she ways? thinks I can't do it. Okay. I'm like, the painting's a fucking breeze. 
you know, that'll be easy. Oh, yeah. I hate painting though. I know I do too, but it's easy. Like she'll, she loves taping. So she'll tape oh, it that's off. That's the worst part. Right. She'll tape it. I'll paint it. Yeah. And then as soon as it's painted, we put it in the cabinets. And then as soon as the cabinets are in, it's pretty much done. Yeah. Are you worried about the depth of your cabinets? Do you have to get like a special depth? Well, I mean, like it'll need to shallow. I might need to space it out so that it comes out a little closer to what the washer and dryer comes out to. But outside of that, no. Um, I don't know the space either. So that's why I'm It's It's curious. basically like a, cl- a long closet. Okay. That's all. Um, so basically what I want to do is when you first walk in the door, there's going to be a real tall cabinet. And then from there, you're going to have washer dryer cabinets in an L shape and then up high ca- above the washer and dryer cabinets. Not on the, not on the other part where the L is, but the, does that make sense? Yeah. And so what immediately popped into my mind, sorry, there's like a dust bunny flying around. Um, what I'm thinking about doing with my area, and you might hate me for saying this, is if there's a space where you can do a floor to ceiling cabinet do one of those and the top half is a regular cabinet the bottom half is a laundry hamper that the door opens and you pull out and there's a laundry hamper there you yeah. ever seen those yeah i was thinking we would just do the holes in the top of the counter to just drop into the hamper and like, just drop them right in okay. through there and then on top of the washer and dryer there'd be a counter for folding and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and ironing or whatever we want to do and i was even thinking about building in an iron thing that comes down out of the wall do you iron? I do. I just she doesn't. The, I just put it in the dryer for a few. Of them, I iron. Sprinkle free. I iron. It just depends. I don't iron so much anymore because I don't get dressed up that much anymore. I wear mostly polos. But every once in a while, like if I wear a dress shirt and stuff, I'll iron it. Because by wrinkle a, free for that reason. But wrinkle free, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It doesn't get it completely undone. I get pretty good luck with like the men's warehouse wrinkle free. Yeah, I do too. However, it never gets it 100%. Yeah, agree. Agree. So, all right. We reviewed these makers, five of them. Holy shit. I know. And we ranked them, I think. I mean, we did. To, to me, I, we didn't do standard makers, but every one of these I'm, I'm a fan of. I, I don't dislike any of them. I would agree as well. There, there's not a single one of these that I would tell someone like, ah, I would skip on it if you see it in the store. Right. You know what I mean? I would pick up any of these that you see. Still cracks me up that Makers Mark 101 is a screw top. And same with cast yeah, strength. Cork. Yeah, I agree. And same with cast strength. And same with cast uh, gets a screw top. That's weird because all the rest of them are not that way. Yeah. I just, I, it's interesting. Why do they choose those two that aren't? I don't know. That is a good question. I don't know either. Um, but yeah, no, I like them. I think they're really good. Anywho. <laughs> Awkward silence. I was like, you were in the zone with something. Yeah, no, I've got work shit coming in. No, you're good. We got to go coach in a minute. I do. Um, so let's go ahead and sign off. Uh, I think this, we've got an hour minus my piss of uh, two minutes, maybe. Hour and 15 minutes about. So. Um, that's, a good, that's a good time. Yeah. So where do they find you on Facebook? On Facebook and uh, you're not on Facebook. I'm not on the Facebooks. But on Instagram, where do they find uh, you? Instagram is Brett Paul Bryan. It's just all it is. My full name, like a serial killer. And I'm so, Dude Pool on Instagram. With an E. Yep. And we are, are we The Bourbon Hunters or just Bourbon Hunters? I think, I think it's, it's The, the Bourbon, Bourbon Hunters. Yeah, so we're The Bourbon Hunters on Instagram. I, I should know this stuff. But there's other people. I've seen other ones. Yeah. And uh, you can look us up. Uh, if you are listening to us now, you're obviously, you've obviously found us. So give us a review on uh, whatever it is that you're listening to. 
and uh, that helps us get yeah. uh, guests like we're going to have tomorrow, Woodenville. And if there's and, something you uh, want us to sample, please let us know and review. Yeah, or send it to us. Well, that would be better. If you, but... Also, if you want to send us blinds, a oh, blind a cool of like idea. three or four samples Small, with, a, yeah. with, with a sealed envelope so we don't know what it is until we taste them, um, that would be a fun thing that to would do, be I really think. cool. Yeah. yeah. So send us some blinds. We can try to figure out what they are and then, and then uh, envelope, we open it up and see what they are. Send those off to us. We would love to do that type of thing. Um, but also look for our, we're coming up on one year. We're going to have a bottle kill episode, I think, which is going to be our season finale. Um, I'm excited about that if it happens. With, yeah. Stag Jr. Yes. I think I that's what we're going to do. So it's going to be four or five of us uh, doing a bottle kill in Bardstown while we're on the bourbon trail. And then I think we're going to kick off the season two of basically our review of the bourbon trail. Yeah. And different locations, tours, stuff like that. We won't have been to every place on the bourbon trail, but I think that's kind of how we're going to attack uh, the beginning of season two. So. Sampling things that we bought from there, you think? Maybe, but also just talking about the experiences yeah. and stuff like that. We'll obviously be drinking some sort of bourbon. Right. Um, so that's coming up. Keep an eye on that. And uh, I'm Dude Pool. I'm joined by Brett Bryan. All right, guys. Thanks a lot thanks. for uh, joining us and uh, thanks for your time. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.